Cuphead and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Holman Grognard here. And uh, on a Tuesday, trying to wake up. My eyes are not cooperating with me this morning for some reason. But I hope you're all doing well. And we've got, I've got more things to play from New Mexico. But before then, I've got another voicemail from Colin Spikepit. Take it away, mate. Hi, Glenn. Colin the Spiker here. Uh, yeah, thanks for your response um, and comments regarding GM screens. I hadn't realized I'd got such a jaded subject. Apparently, um, Mr. Hobbs put me in my place there. <laughs> uh, I'm rehashing the old stuff. Um, yeah, I hadn't. I don't. I don't run at cons, so I'd never thought about that pacing issue. Um, but yeah, that's definitely valid. So I'll, I'll have to bear that in mind. Normally, what I do is I just fudge the uh, monster's hit points, I guess. Um, so that's how I've got around it. But uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, glad you had a nice break, man, and uh, look forward to hearing your your new episodes. Now you're all refreshed and uh, fired up and raring to go. Catch you later. Take care. Bye. Thanks, Colin. That was very interesting. I'm glad you enjoyed that. And I'm thinking about what you said about just fiddling with the hit points when you don't have a screen. That's a that's an interesting idea. That's uh, that's very astute, and I might give that a whirl if I ever go screenless. Also, I thought of another thing that might help if you're screenless and you have to do your GM job by fudging things. A dice tower. A dice tower covers up many sins, I found out. I've got a cardboard dice tower that I've pimped out. I may have shown it on here for I may have shown it on Facebook and things like that that I use and that helps. We use a dice tower in my Monday games and my grandson has his own dice tower and he he's actually able to use that pretty well. But I figured that if I need to do that, I could run it through a dice tower because most of the players can't see what I'm rolling when I roll it. So that may solve the problem right there. Hmm. Okay, down to it. Oh, I also wanted to give a shout-out to Hobbs and Friends, Jason Hobbs, because he is up for an Ennie, as everybody knows. And I will have to do a show about my feelings for the Ennies and things like that, but that'll be a little later, later on. I want to get through all these on-the-road things I did in New Mexico because, well, there they are, and I kind of like them. And I hope you will, too. So this time we're talking about, this is one I did on July 4th, so it got me talking about festivals and celebrations and role-playing games. So let's take a listen. Enjoy. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here on this beautiful, beautiful New Mexico morning. It is the 4th of July. Wow. And I got to thinking about holidays. How do you handle holidays in your campaign? I haven't done it very much in mine, but I don't know. It it just never occurred to me to do it. I always thought it was too big and too much of a trouble. But, you know, there's a real good gaming opportunity for 
certain holidays you set up in your game world, fantasy world, or even real world. Like in supers or a modern day thing, you can build something around like Mardi Gras or something like that, or Fourth of July, uh, Christmas time, things, something with a big, big festival. You know, the, uh, I don't know, the, <laughs> the El Rancho Prune Festival, something like that. But, I usually like them the better because it's almost like running a large-scale battle in a war where you have to focus down on a group of people, which is a good analogy, I think. I'm just kind of hitting off the top of my head here. Well, what can you do about it? Say you have this town. Say you have this town of, oh, let's call it Magico. You have the uh, mat. You have the magical solstice festival, whichever solstice solstice you want, you can pick it, and it's like a week long thing or something like that, where everybody goes. You know, like I said, think Mardi Gras, think things like that, and you can plant it in your world. You can plant the ideas in your world way before the actual festival starts, and I do things like. You know, have a few NPCs talk about it if you're near the town or if you're in a tavern, maybe see a notice. And then my favorite one is dropping it in a dungeon. Dropping it in a dungeon for certain festivals. Even things like, I've dropped things like theater performances in a show. I've dropped like a handbill that one of the corpses has on it because it was going to go to that or go to the festival or whatever. You also have people who are classed characters like say thieves the thieves guild would know all about that stuff because that's probably their biggest time of the year to earn or something like that you'd hear about it or they call you in or something like that if you were a thief fighters you know they you could be the the characters could also be asked to help with the festival Say the fighter is part of a fighter's guild that he trains with between adventures, things like that, you know, brothers in arms, and doing, like, demonstrations. Of, they have an open house at the, at the guild hall and have demonstrations all day, and you can help with that, kind of like the SCA does in certain conventions, certain gaming conventions, things like that. Or you may have a character who's a bard. bard bards love stuff like this. Thieves, picking pockets, such like that. And you can actually weave an adventure through this because this kind of festival, like I said, it's like a major, it's like dealing with a major battle. You don't deal with the whole major battle in a war. You deal with people in the battle. You deal with the PCs, what they're dealing with right there in the battle. You don't do the whole thing. So festivals going on all over town. (laughs) Have a lot of fun, a lot of noise. Yelling, people selling stuff, things like that. And you have a plot that weaves through that, say, an assassination attempt of a noble that the party was hired to bodyguard, or the kidnapping of a prominent citizen, or things things you can, uh, secrets, state secrets that were stolen that you have to find them and have to be real discreet about in the middle of a festival. Oh boy, how are you going to find anybody there? It, it, it's even better if they're all masked, like like Mardi Gras or that or the the festivals they have in Europe where they 
where they do the 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 Goya type masks and things like that. Oh, that yeah. Try try and find try and find your boy amongst them if you're doing it like a manhunt. Or even here's another one: the party is on its way somewhere, on its way to do its mission, its whatever its journey, its quest, and they go through a town. Who just the town just happens to have the festival. And they're following their man or they're following their quest and they get sucked into the festival somehow. The the bad guy, if they're looking for a bad guy, what what better place to hide is with a, among dozens and tons of people. So there's special challenges in there. I'd have things happen like how do we get from one place to another if we're chasing a guy? How do we get how do we get to our contact for the next leg of our journey to get the scroll of impenetrability or something like that? How do we get to the 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 keep on the on the the keep on the mountain if I have to we have to go through this festival? Or how do we get information? Things like that. So you'd have to be you get the the play, This is where the players can become really creative. How do we get? Okay. Say you have a thief or two in the party or a bard or something like that. How do you get from one side of town to the other? Go through the sewers. Things are going on in the sewers too. I mean not party stuff, but I mean you can get through there. You could if you knew if you knew how to get through the sewers, that's great. Even if you didn't know how to get through the sewers, if you got a, a good guide or thief or something like that. Uh let's see, what else? Help the merchants. Help the merchants. Hey, somebody somebody steals something from the merchant. He's yelling, Hey, stop, thief, you know. That little little tiny things like that, it all makes it part of the festival. It's fun. So that's how I, that's just some ideas on how to handle festivals and things like that. Just fun stuff. So, well, I hope you folks have a good fourth. I'm going to sit here and finish my Coke and relax for a butt because it's going to get kind of crazy with the kids going out and things like that. So, until I see you people again, keep the dice warm. Have a good day, have a great holiday, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.